All right, welcome to Peace of Mind Radio. I am Brian Ramsey. That is Christopher Vaughn. Goes by Ooh, Chris. Bust Vaughn. out to Christopher. Goes by Chris, but you know he's. Uh, I'm in t- trouble today. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, that's it. All right, so <laughs> today's an interesting one. This came from a client. The topic today uh, came from a client meeting that I had last week. And I just thought it was interesting. I think we had done a radio show on this one. but Yeah, it's, way back. Yeah, went way, way back. So today we're talking about uh, cash, what to do with cash. That's always a question. I've got some cash sitting around. What do I do with it? And there's, there's lots of information we need in order to give you advice on what to do with cash, right? Yep, that's so true. that's kind of what we're going to talk about. Now, are there more than the three that we're going to talk about? Yes. There are more situations that come up. But we're just going to tackle the three main ones. We sort of, yep, yeah, we talked about this before and said that kind of one of the three main uh, topics that we often hear when it comes to cash. That's what we're talking about today. Um, so, but by the way, if you are listening to the podcast and you have questions and you want to talk to us, which we don't ever do, it's uh, uh, 502. We do it, but we don't give the number out. That's what I was right, talking there about. There it is. Yep. So, 502 200 5210 is the number to reach out to us. Uh, if you've got questions, you want to come in and see us. Feel free. Uh, we don't charge for our, our, you know a preliminary meeting or whatever. Uh, come, feel free to come in and have a sit down with us. We'd love to meet you. And you know, just for fun, while we're on that topic, uh, we kind of shanghaied our producer today. We did. Um, so he's kind of learning the ropes. And when you were giving out the phone number, let's see if he put the phone number on the screen. Did he realize how to do that? You doing back? Doing all right back there, Mr. Producer? I'm doing fine, but no, I forgot to put. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think we actually, we, we put a little camera on Yeah, he's him, got a so, camera he can put on himself. Yeah, he's so he can put on there. himself. I can. I'm not going to. Not going oh, to. he's not okay. going to. All right. <laughs> all right, so let's get started. Um, all right, so cash. We get this question all the time. I've got cash sitting around. What's What should I do with it? Let's first talk about uh, checking and savings accounts, okay. right? Because that one comes up, and they go, you know, somebody will come in and say, typical situation, what happened last week? Client comes in and says, hey, I've got cash sitting in my checking account. Or my savings account. In this case, it was a savings account. Um, what do I do with it? And we first said, well, do you need it? Right. Right. Does it have a purpose? What, what are you trying to do with it? How do you, how do you, what, what questions do you ask to try to find out, like, is this really money that can be invested right. or is this money that needs well, to stay cash? The first thing that I do is I use a little analogy with clients to kind of help them understand what cash's purpose is, what the purpose of checking and savings at the bank are, you know, your traditional stuff. Uh, And the way that I phrase it is a a checking account is like an intersection on the road. It is how you direct the cars to get where they're supposed to go, where to turn, when to go straight, so on and so forth. What happens if you stop a car in the middle of the intersection and you leave it there? It's a matter of time until you have a wreck. So you just have to remember with a checking account that it is designed to direct money in the right place. It is not a storage area. Uh, and then on to the same analogy with a savings account. And we're talking about emergency savings typically. It's like a parking lot. I don't know where to put it yet. So I'm, I don't know where I'm going in my car. So I park the car so that I'm not burning up gas and beating up on the maintenance until I know where I want to go. But once I know where I want to go, you don't leave the car parked. So I kind of have that conversation with them, and that helps determine, okay, I, I need to keep this money on the side for a reason, or you know what, I just don't know what to do it w- with it yet. And then that, that usually starts to answer that question. Yeah. Uh, you and I are going to have to have a one-off on that four-way stop with a car parked in the middle, because yeah. I'm totally not following that one. I'm sure a lot of people get it. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I'm like, I don't know, go straight, turn, I don't know. But anyway. But it's, okay, now, if you're in the middle of the intersection, I get you're what going you're saying. to be in a wreck, right? I get what you're saying, but I... So it needs to be moving right, through the we'll intersection. We'll have a much longer, much longer dialogue on that <laughs> analogy. Right. Anyway, so but but to your point, I think one of the things that I always tell clients to do is, you know, your checking account really should be sort of your operating account, right? Yep. Just a different phraseology exactly that I right. use and say, that's where you're going to pay your bills and get your direct deposits and all that stuff at all. You know, that's kind of the money inflow and outflow. Uh, and really that balance can really be whatever you're comfortable. I've got clients that will tell me when we're having this conversation, they'll keep $1,500 in there. Well, sure. that would drive me insane Absolutely. if that's all I left in there. But then we, I had a client uh, back years and years and years ago that kept, well, at one point he kept seven figures in there. But that was his. It was in the checking account. Yeah, it's a long story. He he had set that as a goal. I know it's a weird story, but uh, but it's really whatever you feel comfortable. Yeah, knowing that money goes out throughout the month, but then you know a couple times a month you get deposited right back. So right. just whatever you feel comfortable. A savings account is not something. Not part of your operating account, right? This is money you're going to put in the bank that you know is not going to draw any interest, right? But right, it's. Um, it, it's just, it's there for emergency purposes, yep. right? But I know sometimes you hear three months, six months worth of expenses. There's no right answer there. there there's not. And, and I will tell you that I keep more than six months worth of expenses in there, mm-hmm. right? That's my comfort level though, right? So everybody has a comfort level. So it could be $2,000. It could be $20,000. It's totally up to whatever makes you feel comfortable. But anything above that comfort level should be put to work. Agreed. Right? Yeah. So the sa- the savings account money is not invested. You don't invest it in anything. It's immediately liquid. There's no principal volatility. Mm-hmm. Yep, you don't get a whole lot of interest on it right now. That's okay. That's what that money's designed to do. Now, anything above and beyond that, put it to work. Put it to work because it's losing value. People don't think about this. They say, well, if it's in my savings account, I'm not losing anything. Well, you're not losing a dollar amount. That's true. But you are losing buying power because inflation is historically much higher, even in, in low inflation environments, than what the interest is that you're getting on a savings account right now. So you're losing buying power the longer that you set that money in there. Yeah. So what are the, some of the things that you would talk to a client about if somebody says, hey, I've got money sitting there mm-hmm. and I don't, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a little nervous Nelly about the market. Right. But I don't want my cash sitting there earning nothing which is what you're getting at a bank right now because I am I am the I am you know we're at what uh 4 4.5% inflation rate right now is about what the government says it is. Right. We had a we, we had a podcast. podcast we did a podcast that, yeah. uh, last week about inflation and the real numbers somewhere 15% or so give or take yep. a little bit. Um so if if I'm nervous about that what mm-hmm. are some of the things that they can do? What Well what are, okay, here's a real straightforward simple one. There is a common it's it's easy to find. Uh, product out there called a high yield savings. You've got all the same FDIC protections that you have now in a regular savings. You're still not going to make crazy money on them. I mean, the really good ones are paying half a percent, but that's better than 0.00 something. Uh, They are typically not your brick and mortar banks and you, you, you can transfer money back and forth between the brick and mortar checking and that savings. So that's a real easy one up front. Uh, I'm a big fan of those. I use those, or I recommend those to clients all the time. Um, the next thing that I would look at it, I would ask the client, okay, what are you likely to use this money on? What are some of the things that you've been thinking about? 
Because that leads to the question of, well, when would that likely occur? I mean, are you talking about, well, I'm, I'm going to use this on something that we're going to buy, say, next year. And you and I were talking about that earlier today. There's something that you do with money that you're going to use next year, as opposed to, well, this is going to be for some of our bucket list things that are 10, 15 years down right. the road. Totally different situation. So if it's a short-term thing, like next year, you don't invest that money. The risk is too high. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, I was thinking um, if I if somebody came to me and said, hey, I've got this money. Mm-hmm. I'm worried about inflation because I know it's I'm losing purchasing right. power. Uh, but I don't I don't want this money's not really earmarked for, you know, uh, a mutual fund or an exchange rate right. fund or something, you know, that might lose principal. Right. There are there are instruments that we have at our disposal where. Um, where you can get a higher rate of return, a potential higher rate of return, right. I should say. Um, and, and so there are some things you got to do, but you have to understand the risk. There's risk associated there's with it. always anything. a risk involved. Always a risk. But there's that trade-off. Are you going to get 6, 7, 8, 9, 10% rate of return? No, you're no, not, unless not. there's principal volatility. However, there are options. You just have to sort of say, hey, this is what the purpose of the money is. This is right. what I'm trying to accomplish. And let a good uh, fee-based financial planner sort of walk you through what the options for your cash is. There are things that are available. Yes. Do some of them come with risk? Yes. Do some of them come with, you know, an illiquid period of time? Mm-hmm. Potentially. So you just sort of have to weigh it out, right? Because we had a client that was in a couple of weeks ago, and they're like, hey, I, you know, I, I don't really have any need for the money right now. I've got plenty of liquidity elsewhere, but I don't want exposure to, uh, you know, principal volatility. And so we did... Uh, an instrument that we have access to that limits the uh, uh, the principal volatility right. but gives them a potential higher rate of return than what they're getting at the bank or in their savings account. But it does sort of lock up the money for nine months, 12 months, mm-hmm. 18 months or so. So there are some there are options available. You just really have to come in and sort of describe what That's it is. That's why it's so important to kind of know what the window of time is before you might want to use that money. Because, like you said, there's so many different products that are out there. Some of them require that that money be on the sideline for a certain period of time. Right. Others don't. So it's, it's by knowing what the goal is, it helps you determine what you're going to do with that money instead of sitting on the sideline. And, and, and the main thing, you address this, there's always some kind of risk, including cash sitting in the bank. There's a risk. It's Absolutely. just not investment risk. It's inflation risk. Yeah, it's, yeah. You know, all, all kinds Hurting of things like risk. that. Exactly. So you are taking risk with that money at all times. It's which risk are you willing to tolerate the most of and which risk do you have the least tolerance for? Yeah. That kind of helps make those decisions. Yeah. So what brought all this up was we had a client that came in last week, or I had mm-hmm. a client that came in last week, and they had a, had a lump sum of money, and they said, hey, I've this money is for a specific purpose. They said, this is what this money's for, mm-hmm. but we know we're not going to need it for the next couple of years because they, they had a child transitioning or a junior in high school, and they were going to wait till after they graduated, and then they were going to do something with the money uh, on a second residence. Okay, So that was the conversation. What do we need to be thinking about? And we were talking about trust and all this good right. stuff, you know, all that conversation. But we came back to the money. And I always had this general thumb, and I want you to tackle this too. So I always had this general thumb to say that if money has a specific purpose and a specific date less than two years, don't invest it. Yeah. Don't do anything with it. I I get it. I I hate the fact that it's going to sit in the bank and it's going to draw near nothing or Mm -hmm. 1%. 
in a high yield money in a high yield money market account or a you know a high yield savings account or something like that. I get it. And you have a lot of money sitting in there, and you get a dollar twenty five in interest for the month. Oh. It's painful um, or frustrating. But I will tell you, if it has a specific purpose, meaning you're going to buy a second home or you're going to buy a car, or you're going to that money's to pay for college first year, first right. couple years of college. Anything that you know, you're going to use that money to do something specific with it, and it's less than two years, don't invest it. Right. That's my general rule right. of thumb. Now, could you do it? Yeah, but you're, again, what you don't want to do is get in a position where you what take- What the market two, goes down at the wrong time? $200,000, and all of a sudden, you're behind the eight ball, and you need that money, right. and then you're like, hey, now i got to come up with another twenty five grand because I'm down 25000 and that investment, it's just not worth the headache. Mm-hmm. It That's is right. not worth it. So You don't uh, want your goal to not happen- because you took a risk. Yeah. That's, that's just bad business. Yeah. So, but again, to your point earlier, if somebody says I've got $200,000 and uh, I know I'm not going to use it for like, let's say two years or three years, and mm-hmm. I know it's at least that far out, there are some things that you can put in place that maybe are a 12 month product right. or something that we know is going to be liquid at that point. Uh, like a, you know, I, well, they're, they're, they're products. I don't want to say anything because then we'll be in compliance. Yeah, Mike, we'll get in trouble. Yeah, and then, you know, be, you know, have to explain why I said <laughs> anyway, it's just not worth it. Trust me. But uh, no, to your point, there are lots of products that are out there yeah. from a lot of different sources that can say, okay, you can't use your money for this period of time. If you do, there's some kind of penalty. Right. Or in some cases, you can't. Um, and you're, you won't lose anything, but there's a potential to earn. So that's where the time frame comes in. If you know you're not going to use it for three years, then there's lots of things like that there if that are involved or yeah. that you can get access to, I should say. Yeah, so the other thing I'd say is um, when we're doing financial planning, we're doing a plan for a client. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting how we'll talk about cash, the important role that cash plays in a financial plan. You know, we, we sometimes get that, well, I thought all the money had to be put to work or whatnot. But we just named three situations where cash plays an important role in your overall financial plan. Yep. Uh, and sometimes it plays an even more important role because we don't need any principal volatility. That cash has to be available to fund retirement mm-hmm. or fund that you know, next car or fund your kid's college fund. There's all kinds of different reasons that cash needs to be available in order to fund certain expenses and certain uh, expenses along the way. So cash plays an important role. Those are kind of the three main things yep. that we hear about, right? What do we do with checking and savings? Again, that is a personal preference. There are some rules of thumb. There's a guy out there that has a very, very, very similar name. Very, well, actually, the exact same last name. <laughs> uh, he just missed it. He messed up on the first name. But anyway, so he would tell you that it's three months. It's six, six months. Six months. Yeah. Eight, six months worth of expenses. Don't touch it. Uh, and again, that's a great rule of thumb. Absolutely. Right? But I will tell you that. There are people that can manage with less than that. There are people that need more than that. Right. Um, but it's uh, to me, it's just a personal preference. Um, number two, if you have cash sitting around, you got inflation fears, you have purchasing power risk, uh, which can be an issue. So there are some things that some strategies you can put in place in order to uh, offset inflation or at least mitigate the impact of inflation uh, and purchasing power, yep. uh, longevity, purchasing power. And then the third thing we talked about was if money has a specific purpose with in a specific time period less than two years don't invest it don't subject it to principal volatility it's just not worth it amen right i don't think i could add to that okay good you're not supposed no i'm done no (laughs) all right hey uh listen uh appreciate you watching uh if you've got questions 
comments, uh, want to come see us. Um, I think Mr. Producer will put our phone number up there. Yep, All right, that. he's got it. He got that. Uh, but the phone number, just in case you're listening on podcast, 502-200-5210. Uh, you can uh, call us. Come in and see us. We don't charge. Uh, you know, if you want to come in, just sit down and chat with us. We don't charge for that. Um, but anyway, we have three uh, other podcasts. One is a little bit on hiatus right now because we're sort Two of... other podcasts. Three no, total. sorry. We have three total. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah three total. So we have this one, uh, which is Peace of Mind Radio Podcast. That was more financial-related yep. topics. We have a second one that is called Connecting the Commonwealth. That one's on a little bit of a hiatus. We need some of, people. Well, we need people, but we also are so caught up doing the other ones that that one's true. Uh, that one's a, a little bit. Uh, but anyway, that's a cool one. It's about entrepreneurship and business owners here in town. That's a cool one to so go check it out. And then we have everybody's favorite uh, uh, podcast. The, Can you say it? Yeah, Burgers and Bourbon. I'm, right. I got that one down. You past. got it down. Burgers and Bourbon. That's a really fun one. We review burgers and bourbon. Um, so make sure you check that out. But if you got any questions, comments about anything that we do here, uh, we'd love to hear from you. And uh, I think that's it. Yeah, that's all I've got. Any uh, no additional comments or anything? Mm-mm. Very good. All right. Well, listen. Tune in next week. We'll have another edition of Peace of Mind Radio podcast, and all of our other po- uh, podcasts are come out weekly. So have a good week, and we'll see you guys next week. Take care. The information given herein is taken from sources that IFP Advisors LLC doing businesses independent financial partners IFP IFP Securities doing businesses IFP and its advisors believed to be reliable, but it is not guaranteed by us as to accuracy or completeness. This is for informational purposes only and in no event should be construed as an offer to sell or solicitation of an offer to buy any securities or products. Please consult your tax and or legal advisor before implementing any tax and or legal related strategies mentioned in this publication as IFP does not provide tax and or legal advice. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice and do not take into account the particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs of individual investors. This report may not be reproduced, distributed, or published by any person for any purpose without IFP's express prior written consent. Securities offered through IFP Securities, LLC, doing business as independent financial partners, IFP, member of FINRA and SIPC, investment advice offered through IFP Advisors, doing business as IFP, a registered investment advisor. IFP and Family Wealth Planning Partners are not affiliated. The information given herein is taken from sources that IFP Advisors, LLC, doing business as IFP, IFP Securities, LLC, doing business as IFP, and its advisors believe to be reliable, but it is not guaranteed by us as to accuracy or completeness. This is for informational purposes only, and in no event should be construed as an offer to sell or solicitation of an offer to buy any securities or products. Please consult your tax and or legal advisor before implementing any tax and or legal related strategies mentioned in this publication as IFP does not provide tax and or legal advice. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice and do not take into account the particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs of individual investors.